The following podcast is filthy and contains adult themes and language. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, lovers. Here I am. I'm just sitting here with my Earl Grey tea. About to read you some erotica. I have to speak personally. I'm kind of losing my fucking mind. (laughs) But thank God for erotica. And that's the reason we're all here today, to listen to some fine erotic literature. And today's story is absolutely stonkingly good. It's uh, called Handjob at the Bear Shack. It's just as advertised. Settle in, get all your equipment together and ready, whatever you'd need. If that is a chair that uh, can uh, you can lean back in, or a nice uh, coconut scented body oil, or uh, I have no idea, whatever your vibe is, a nice pair of socks that you like to wear when you uh, fap off. Handjob at the Bear Shack, written by copyright Sandra Mustard. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sandra Mustard, 2015. Sandy has a hands on experience with a nudist at a bar. So, you, the reader, don't accuse me of jerking you around. This story is about one long jerk off, and that's all, but one any man would love to receive. <laughs> Well, I mean, in trouble alone, I'm in. Here we go. It begins. My husband and I have long been exhibitionists, showing our naked body oddies and performing observe sex acts. Oh, they like to be watched, very nice. We just never were noticed or looked into the lifestyle before. Recently enjoying other partners in our open marriage, we sampled activities within a swingers club Looking for a new sexual kick, we made plans for going to a nude beach on Nude Day. Okay, Nude Day must be a thing. Great. We chose Columbus Beach for its amenities and short travel distance. Oh, they did their research. Wonderful. For most of the year, the beach is actually split into textile and clothing optional sections centred on a beachfront establishment called Magic Reef. After checking into a motel a few miles inland, we spent the early hours of our first day on the beach. In between periods of swimming, we stretched out naked on our towels and watched the nude parade along the water's edge. (laughs) By early afternoon, we made our way to the beer shack for some lunch. (sighs) We did not eat our lunch totally naked that afternoon. Freedom to be naked is one thing. Putting my naked ass on vinyl covered bar stools or wooden seats covered in sunscreen lotion, sweat and who knows what fluids was an unsavoury thought. I wore a beach towel cover up thin enough for my areolas and pubic to show through. <laughs> Suggestive. While my husband wore small thin shorts that let everything swing as he walked. Oh, I love a man in good thin shorts. Despite the crowd, we managed to find two seats at the short end of the bar. <laughs> We had our first beers while waiting for our food. After eating delicious crab and cucumber sandwich washed down with more beer, we were relaxed with yet another beer each. Oh, hey. With our backs to the bar, we were looking out at the sea of naked flesh. 
roasting under the intense summer sun. Because of my bear buzz, I looked at every cock as a potential fuck and possibilities caused a oh, response warming in my sex. My timing was perfect. When my gaze sweeping across the crowd caught two young men rising to their feet, I studied them while they rolled up their towels. Both had impressive cocks and hairless groins. Mm, I love no pubes, don't you? <laughs> so Euro. I was disappointed when I saw them conceal their Johnsons under small running shorts, but it availed me a chance to assess their other features. They looked to be in their early 20s and had toned bodies of athletes. <laughs> they treated me to dueling bulge flashes as they walked towards me. <laughs> oh, she's such a cougar. The sunlight hitting the fabric sheen of their shorts stretched over their bouncing cocks. I watched them until they stepped into the shack shadows and wandered out of my line of sight. I gave a little shake of my head and made a Phew! Exhale before taking a swig of my beer. My actions elicited a chuckle from my husband. <laughs> Did you see somebody you want? Two somebodies, I corrected. Ah, uh, that explains it. You looked like you were going to fall off your stool leaning over to look around me. I was getting ready to catch you. <gasps> was I that bad? You were devouring them with your eyes. Would you like to go find them? At that moment, I spotted them coming around the corner of the bar. Don't have to! Smiling lustfully, my gaze went right to their groins as they passed in front of me. She's a maniac. Oh, I love it. They noticed the location of my attention and smiled back. The two young men had decided to settle for the only empty seating, a recently vacated single stool at the end of the bar between the cooler wall and me. Oh my god, some vendetta. They pulled the stool out and stood against the bar, squeezed into the space meant for one person. <laughs> Cozy. I felt the forearm of the closest studly young man brush against my hip before he angled his hips to break the body contact. I waited until they ordered their beers, assured of their age. Oh, <laughs> no. When the bartender checked their IDs, oh man, they must look pretty young. A glance up at my husband re received a reassuring nod at my marching orders. Make you move. I twisted around on my stool, my legs swinging between my husband and me. With deliberate aim, my knees swung beyond a 180 turn and bumped squarely into the crotch of the nearest young man with just enough force to cause him to flex at the waist in reaction, backing his groin away. Oh, I'm terribly sorry about bumping into you so hard. I'm a little tipsy. Are you okay? Our eyes met and locked in a stare while my hand reached out in concern, landing my fingertips along the portion of his long cock. The silky fabric of his unlined shorts was whisper thin. He did not respond while my touch lingered a few seconds and then slid downward, bumping each fingertip over the ridge of his circumcised glands. Oh, circumcised glands. I'm fine. It wasn't hard. No, you weren't, I quipped. We ordered another round of beer for ourselves and while waiting for the libations to be served, the libations Jesus Christ. I detected a hushed conversation between the two young men. His wingman, however, was facing me. I distinctly heard him say with an incredulous tone, 
Shout out. I concluded they were discussing my intimate check on the well-being of his cock. You mean his sexual assault, yeah. The wingman recommend further engagement. Oh, go for it. When our beers arrived, I took a long sip of ice-cold brew and gave my husband a wry smile. I think I got his attention. <laughs> I whispered. With the intention of striking up a conversation with my barstool neighbour, I began to turn back toward him, slower and controlled this time. My closest hand was resting on the outside of my knee, making a soft landing against his groin. Because his position had changed slightly, the back of my hand pressed against his hip bone several inches away from his cock. I broke the ice by saying, Are you guys enjoying the beach today? He had turned slightly without pulling back, maintaining firm contact with my hand under his cock pressed into the groove between my second and third fingers. We are enjoying the beach today. I am particularly enjoying the beer shack today. <laughs> my God, <laughs> what a conversation. I spread my fingers open. Ooh, she's like a lizard. He leaned forward, pushing the bulge of his cock between them and into my knee. I scissored my fingers closed around the sides of his cock and squeezed. Ooh, she's like a little trap. Jesus Christ. His pelvis tilted back, pulling himself out of my finger vice. We continued the frotting, groping sequence while introducing ourselves. <laughs> Sorry. I'm Sandy. This is my husband, Jack. I'm Tony, and that's Ben behind me. My husband leaned over my shoulder to speak with my new friends. From his vantage point, he could see my fingers pinching Tony's tool. <laughs> These guys are sex pests, Jesus Christ. Ben stepped around to our sides so he would be included in our conversations. I saw his eyes check out my nipples, my pussy, and finally my hand working over his friend. <laughs> we made small talk while Tony continued to fuck the labial-like slit between my fingers until he was sporting an obvious full erection. <laughs> my other hand set my cold beer down on the bar and reached inside his shorts to grab his dick. Tony jumped. Damn! Oh, damn! Oh, oh your hands cold! Sorry, sugar. I hope it doesn't cause any shrinkage. Friction should help warm my hand. With that, I began to slide my fingers briskly up and down. His reaction was not one of appreciation. Oh, 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 wait, that hurts. I didn't intend to inflict pain, and my hand action, although vigorous, should not have hurt him. What's wrong? Her voice has changed quite a lot, isn't it? What's wrong? Uh, I think I'm a little sunburned. <laughs> oh, my. Didn't use sunscreen. Your best asset and you didn't protect it? Can you imagine if it blistered and peeled? You'd be out of commission for weeks. Lucky you. I'm a dermatologist. Let me have a look at it. Oh, she's a dermatologist. Oh, man. I slid off my bar still, because she's so slippery, obviously. My hand on his hips guided Tony to stand with his back to the bar. I squatted in front of him. Wait, this is in the middle of the fucking beer shack. This is, whoa. Ben and Jack, closing in from the sides to watch, provided a bit of privacy screen. Oh, here we go, in our little corner of the shack. Okay, here we go, they're being conscientious, that's great. When I pulled his shorts down, his penis sprang up, smacking me in the face like a little jack-in-a-box. I purposely kept my head close, maintaining sufficient 
significant cock-to-cheek contact as I slid his garment the rest of the way down. As I assisted him stepping out of his shorts, our movements caused his cock to rub against my face and into my hair. I could feel it stiffen and push outward. I pretend to not notice the contact. <laughs> She's got a dick in the face. She's like, ah, there's nothing happening. No, I'm going to dick in my face. But I orchestrated every move to arouse him, putting my hands on his ass. I held his cock and balls tied against my cheek for a moment. <laughs> Lovely. When I lifted and straightened my head, I deliberately let his glands cross my open lips and protruding tongue. <laughs> your, your cock is noticeably warm. Definitely some inflammation there. Tony gave a laugh of exclamation. <laughs> Don't laugh. Your glad, your external genitals should always be cooler than your body. I don't have a skin thermometer, but my cheek but my cheek would feel the warmth easily. I deliberately avoided a diagnostic excuse for kissing his glands. I think we're beyond that. I think he pretty much knows this is not a an examination, but yeah, he knows what's going on. I directed him to spread his legs so I could see more of the area around his balls. Grabbing his cock in one hand, I angled it to the side, and then my other hand lifted his balls, squeezing and pressing them more than medically necessary. I need more light to see properly. I stood up and took my phone out. Oh no, she's going to put her fucking awful torch on his dick. She took her phone out of my beach bag. Using the camera light in flashlight mode, I repeated the squeezing, pulling and prodding to check the degree of sunburn information. I was very slowly and I was very slow and thorough with my inspection, but all for his benefit. My face was actually too close to see properly, but one early glance allowed proper diagnosis. Everything else was designed to excite my patient, playing to a common fetish most men have a female doctor examining their genitals. Oh, absolutely. Very, very common. My husband played the perfect straight man. What's your opinion, doctor? First degree sunburn, all right. Tony picked up the role playing. Is it bad, doc? Mild. Not too painful in itself, but sensitive. <laughs> Sorry. Sensitive to irritation. I was speaking while my face was within, within the itches of his cock, the vibrations of my voice striking his uber-sensitive skin. I don't normally see male genitalia in my practice, but it's skin-covered and I know the physiology of the surface. <laughs> I switched from professional-sounding medical practitioner to sultry woman. You see... Oh turning on sultry you see the skin of your cock and balls is the thinnest on your body all around it too like the pubic bone area above them it's skin that's very sensitive to touch to make sex feel so good my phone made a shutter click noise and the light blinked did you just take a picture of my dick mm, it's a bit weird isn't it oh goodness Ah, uh, it's for a colleague at work. She's an intern that needs to see more dicks. She should enjoy yours. <laughs> Why not video them? Okay, there's. Uh, let's talk about consent. I mean, come on. Not cool. Jesus. Why not video them then? Yeah, why not? Back to medical speak. Okay. Great, it's like she gives me stage directions, it's fantastic. Centuries of humans wearing clothing has reduced the ability of the skin in the groin area to produce melanin, the stuff that makes you tan, so as to block sunlight getting deep into your flesh. 
<laughs> Shaving off your pubic hair is removed. What shading that provided too. In short, your dick should be kept where the sun don't shine, honey. <laughs> At least use the highest SPF. It's like a, it's like a lesson, isn't it? At least use the highest SPF sunscreen you can buy when you plan to go naked outdoors. <laughs> Thank you, Doc. I released his cock, and it stood firmly upright, impressive in length and girth. When I saw it twitch, oh, it's got a mind of its own. I looked up. I looked up at the big grin on his face. Looking again in his cock, I feigned a concerned notice, and I leaned in close so that the tip of my nose poked the underside of his cock. I could smell a sex scent. Mmm, that sex scent, that sweaty ball sex scent. We all love that. Wrapping my fingers around the shaft, I rubbed my thumb side to side, causing Tony to take a hissing inhale. Is that painful when I do that? Oh, painful. It's not how I describe it. I continued and he began to squirm. Where I'm touching you is called the frenulum. It's the most sensitive part of your penis and it's important for triggering your orgasm. It would be a shame to endure those nerves with a sunburn. I guess it's still working fine. I looked up to see him nodding in agreement, curling my fingers tighter. I rubbed harder. His eyes fluttered half closed, his mouth contorted. When I looked at his cock again, a bubble of pre-cum was rising up from the tip. <laughs> a cute little bubble. <laughs> the forefinger of my free hand collected the droplet. Mmm, pre-cum. I'm, I'm looking at my cover-up and for other places to wipe it off before sliding my finger into my mouth and popping it out. <laughs> Both Tony and Ben gasped at my tasting his fluid. <laughs> Jack assisted the game again. Don't you have some of your special lotion that'll help him get relief? He knew the medicated cream would bring pain relief. Good idea, sweetheart. I pulled a white plastic tube out of my beach bag. Oh, she just has it with her. Okay, she's so prepared. Turning to Tony as I removed the cap, I explained its purpose. This has a prescription stress uh, topical pain reliever mixed with a total sunblock. It will give you the relief for the rest of the day. I began a general application with my fingertips around his genitals, ending with sweeping tugs along the length of his cock. With my hands completely enveloping his balls, my thumb and forefinger massaged it into the skin. I followed it with twisting strokes up his shaft over his glands. Adequate coverage could have been achieved in 20 seconds. I spent more than 10 minutes applying several coats. Ow, that's like if your dick was sunburnt and you got all that pulling and tugging. Ouch. Tony had found it necessary to lean back on the bar. Supported on his elbows, his pelvis was tipping outward and he rose on his tiptoes each time I slowly pulled a straining cock. His breath moaned from his lungs and his head lolled back. I could hear Ben begin to breathe heavily like a Lamaze coach. Lamaze coach? <laughs> Tony, your cock is so beautiful. The head is getting darker, and I think I'm about to get the result I want. As I made squeezing strokes with one hand, I slid the other under his balls, under my forefinger touched his perineum. I slowly pushed my hand further, scratching my nail on his skin until his fing- Ow! Ow! Reached and slid into his anus. Whoa! Tony gasped and his hips jerked upward. He arched back, straining to reach my open lips, hovering above us. Glands. I blew air forcibly off his glands. Man, so much glands. I never knew glands were so erotic. Tony, I whispered. 
Letter Eben. Oh, fuck, he cried. I saw his glance swell, and I held my open mouth an inch away. Spurts of his semen blasted across the gap and into my mouth. Three, four, five spurts began before they weakened. I lowered my head until my lips sealed as erupting orgasm, catching it without missing a drop. I stood up, leaving him limp and groaning. I grabbed a bar napkin and scribbled our hotel name and room number on it. Tony, that should hold you for the rest of the day. Come see me about nine o'clock tonight and we'll see if you need another treatment. Don't be alarmed if your penis feels numb and won't get hard for a few hours. <laughs> I turned to see Ben looking at me with expectancy in his eyes. As long as you're here, I may as well... Was as far as I got... Oh, wait. As long as you're here, I may as well... Was as far as I got before he whipped his shorts off and stood there with a raging heart on. <laughs> the end. <gasps> Wow, what a story. Oh my goodness. There's really great comment uh, because it did get a bit scientific there. <laughs> but um, there's a little bit of a, uh, you know, a wake up call from uh, Anonymous. They say, get your facts straight. There is, in capitals, more melanin in genital skin than most other areas of the body, not less. No dermatologist would ever say that there would be less melanin in genital areas, including something like that. Spoken from a dermatologist character makes the author sound like an idiot. Okay, thanks, Anonymous. It was pretty negative, but oh well. I love that story. I really want part two. Thank you, Sandra Massad, 2015, entrance for um, New Day on literati.com. Uh, you've been listening to Origins Tones. If you like this podcast, please, please, oh my God, please remember to subscribe and like so that you'll be updated every time there's a new one. And please share with uh, your loved ones, um, your grandma, uh, a work colleague. Thanks for listening. Erogenous <laughs> Tones